the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from Southern California, David James, along with my friend Michael with the Bible League. This is a beautiful afternoon across Southern California. And KKLA family, thank you for allowing us the privilege to uh, walk together and journey together, study God's Word, wisdom from New Life Live just a moment ago, and all through the day and through the night, studying God's Word and the importance of studying the Bible. We, we every single day... We study it because we know the only way we're going to grow in our faith is by allowing the Holy Spirit to work in our life. And that trusted source, inspired word of God, is the Bible. And so this is our second and final afternoon, and we want to thank all of you that have gifted thus far uh, from David and San Gabriel and Ranita and Brea and Anthony and Whittier and so many others that we'll get to thanking here in just a little bit, but... This is our last and final afternoon, and if we do not uh, respond, then the, the nut of it is that Christians will not receive a Bible, and just like if we didn't receive food, you know, we read about the billions of locusts in Africa that ate three years' worth of crops in just hours. That is an urgent humanitarian need because food is not available. Well... Same holds true with our spiritual life. In fact, more importantly, as Scripture states, is the bread of life and being able to learn more about thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And so this is uh, the final afternoon. And here in the next 25 minutes, with, I'm just going to throw it out there, Michael. I, I would like to see a thousand Bibles here in the next 25 minutes, an outpouring of love by the KKLA family here. You say, look, let's get a thousand Bibles into hands of Christians who don't have one. Believers in Asia, Middle East, Latin America, converting from witchcraft, Hinduism, radical Islam, or completely atheist. Five dollars a Bible, and that comes out to a five thousand dollar gift. And and I'm encouraging if there's someone listening, and again, I'm unable to do this. Michael's unable to do it. Uh, you could be on the four hundred five, the ninety one, the sixty, one thirty four, wherever you might be listening on the app. Going, well, that ain't me. Okay. How about a $200 gift for 40 Bibles, right? But how many Bibles would you see to see a gift to see a thousand Bibles? And I am calling out someone that would be able to say, look, I've been waiting for someone to invite me for a thousand Bibles. That'd be a a $5,000 gift. And Michael, the one number, regardless of what that gift is going to be, our last and final afternoon, 800 yes word, 1 800 Y E S W O R D. The Bible League banner at KKLA.com. And, Michael, this is, this is uh, kind of the final stretch, and we're inviting all, like, procrastinators, if you will, to join in this party. <laughs> well, David, first let me say thanks for being such a, a great friend uh, to the Bible League over the years. And, uh, listeners, thank you for uh, really the literally thousands and thousands of Christians 
who now have God's Word because you've chosen to get involved. You talk about a legacy, David. You talk about uh, putting a stamp, if you will, on who this listening family is. They get this. We've worked together for, I believe it's been over 20 years. And again, the result is literally that thousands now have God's Word. They're growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. They're building disciples. The millions that we see uh, come to Christ uh, every single year uh, throughout uh, the Middle East, Asia, Africa, Latin America, uh, the places where we uh, uh, have a, a predominance, uh, David, that can be credited to your listeners. Now, listen, ultimately, God gets the glory for that, but this is a, a listening family that is sensitive to the Spirit's leading, and I love uh, kind of the, the the way you tie this in to human hunger. You know, I mean, it's really simple. If you don't get food, you will starve to death, and many of the Christians we've been talking about over the last couple of days are what? They're spiritually anemic. They are spiritually malnourished. I mean, David, they're starving. Uh, they're hungry. And you're right. Jesus said in John 6, you come to me, you know, I'm the bread of life. You'll never hunger again. He says, those that believe in me will never thirst. And so we are uh, feeding uh, heart-hungry Christians today uh, in various parts of the world. We're going to drill down as we go along. We want to take you to the far reaches of the world, Africa, the Middle East, Latin America, Asia. We'll give you specific examples of Christians that we're uh, really coming alongside and serving in this campaign called The World Needs the Word. You've got this uh, audio clip from Pastor Carlo, I think, that really sets the stage for what uh, we're wanting to do this afternoon. And then let me give you a quick update after that, and then let's move on uh, through a number of stories here, and I believe will really inspire your uh, listeners to get involved today. Yes, here's Carlo. Everyone wants to read the Bible, but what happens, there are a few copies here in the area. Many of them will uh, be sharing a single Bible. Isn't that something? Uh, hey, uh, uh, David, can I borrow the Bible today? I, I'd kind of like to, you know, spend some time in this. I mean, that man is not talking in uh, hyperbole. He speaks the truth. There are places where he ministers in the Andes Mountains, in the countries of uh, Ecuador and Peru, where Bibles are so scarce, David. They're the ancient Quechua-speaking believers that are part of our spiritual family. And yet, would you think there's a Christian bookstore, uh, yeah. you know, on that slope of the Andes? Absolutely not. And so that is the plight of these believers today. David, we've set a goal as two ministries right now. I don't mean uh, in a month from now, but right now, during this time, we want to solve this for 8,000 Bibleist believers. Um, we started effectively uh, yesterday at zero. We primed the pump a little bit before that. But here's where we are today. Again, a goal of 8,000 Bibles, and we are currently closing in on about uh, a little more than 3,000 Bibles. So that's about 40% of our goal. We're 40% of the way to this goal of 8,000 uh, uh, Bibles for uh, Bibleist believers. And so we really want to see a lot of activity uh, happen this afternoon. And again, I know I say this to a listening family that really gets this. I mean, I don't have to lay on the guilt. Right. You don't, yeah, you don't give guilt, uh, you know, give out of guilt anyway. I mean, I'm not going to manipulate you like that, but I know you give out of love. I mean, no, most of us know John 3.16, right? But how many of us know 1 John 3.16? And that is, um, it says this, John asks, you know, if the love of God is in us, and we see a brother and sister in need, and we do nothing. I mean, how can we truly say the love of God is in us? But listen, this is a listening family that truly gets that. And so um, we're just expecting today of a great outpouring of support. Make a gift that's meaningful to you and your family. David and I will suggest some gift amounts as we go along today, but it's up to you and the Lord. And again, I want you to know on behalf of Bible League, we we love you. We appreciate you, KKLA family. We don't take you for granted. Again, we're so grateful for uh, every gift that's come in so far, and then uh, just uh, joyful to think what the next two hours hold. Yeah, Victoria and Lamita, thank you for gifting for 20 uh, souls to receive a Bible uh, around the world. And God bless you. Same with you, Patricia, in Woodland Hills. You're saying, look, my best gift 
It's for five Bibles. Here's the thing. There's thousands of us listening as a KKLA family, and there's a lot going on in the news. Uh, So much happening. We've got the freeway we're dealing with. We've got children. We've got grandchildren. We've got life. Just take a moment and say, you know what? I, uh, yeah, my favorite verse, my favorite pastor studying. You know, I heard um, on Focus on the Family, we were talking about such and such today, or Turning Point really moved me today. Dr. Tony Evans, he, he's always one of the most wise souls on the planet, mm-hmm. Michael. You know, anytime Dr. Tony Evans speaks, you know, it's like, okay, it's like E.F. Hutton. You listen. Um, <laughs> same with Pastor Greg Laurie, you know, on Harvest and A New Beginning. So you, 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 you tune in on your own time. We, we study the Word of God, and you say, you know what? I want to make sure that Christians who are converting from radical Islam, from Hinduism around the globe, have a Bible. There's thousands listening to KKLA. Let's get a thousand souls a Bible here between now and the bottom of the hour. It'd be a five thousand dollar gift if I may be so bold to invite someone to gift for all one thousand. But maybe you'll opt in for forty. That has been something where many of us have said, "Yeah, forty Bibles. I, I can. We can. My family. We can invest there." What's your best gift at eight hundred? And how many Bibles will you give that bread of life to? They can study the bread of life. They can know Him. They can grow. And then start serving others. Oh, my goodness, this next story we're going to be talking about here where all of a sudden there was not only this gentleman that came to Christ, but it was 80 years old, but 200 others mm-hmm. came to know Christ. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. We're talking about a former radical uh, Muslim in Zimbabwe next, aren't we, Michael? Yeah, listen, you've got this audio cut from uh, Pastor Anismo. If you want to cue that up, let me say thanks to uh, Philip of Artesia, a gift of 100 Bibles. Thank you, Brad of Redondo Beach, 40 Bibles. Uh, We've had gifts from uh, Rafi of Pasadena and Wayne of Carson. And, uh, David, that's how it gets done this afternoon, every call and every click today. So if you want to play this audio cut from uh, Anismo, I'll come back and share a story from the heart of Africa. There is a huge Bible uh, gap here in Zimbabwe. Some churches in the rural areas, you will find that you get to a church where there are about 200 members. And in that church, you only find one person uh, with one Bible. So you can say in that church, the ratio is one to 200. Yeah, you know, again, that pastor is not uh, kind of... jazzing things up, talking in hyperbole. David, I've been around the world. I travel. um, I connect with end users of Bible League study materials and Bibles, and it's so often we find a a congregation of maybe 100, 200 people, one Bible in that congregation that usually belongs uh, to the pastor. Um, That's Anismo. Again, he's in in Zimbabwe, Africa. Um, Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, Let me tell you about the uh, congregation, by the way, that he's talking about, of 200 people and one Bible. I'll do that through a man by the name of Rangano. Who is he? He's 80 years of age. He lives in this very remote Islamic uh, radicalized uh, village. Um, he is, uh, his uh, father was a, a polygamist, a, a radical. His mother had, I believe, uh, he was a child, nine of his mother's 23 kids. The father had more than uh, 40 kids in all. Um, as he dabbled in different religions, uh, reaching adulthood there in Africa, um, David, he was uh, presented with different religions. He always asked this familiar question. It was simply this, is this really true? Is this really true? And when he encountered a man by the name of Ding uh, not too long ago, um, he would ask that question, is this true? Who is Ding? Himself a former radical Muslim about five years ago, David, he was be assaulting Christians, burning churches, 
But God got a hold of him. He became a believer, a pastor, has some theological training under his belt, uh, and went through our church planner training program uh, by a Bible League. We essentially work with churches on the ground. There's no place where we have a presence in the world where we are not connected to a local church. That was Ding's story. He went through that and wanted to plant a church. And I can tell you, this is the village he grew up in. David, he knew there was not a Christian, not a Christian church there. And so he came back to that village. The first uh, man that he encountered was 80-year-old Rangano. As he unfolded the gospel, again, Rangano would simply ask, is this really true? And he would go on to believe that Jesus really is the way, the truth, and the life. And then not long after that, David, uh, this man, Rangano, along with uh, about 200 others, were ushered out of that uh, village to a place of safety. Why? Because Christians are not welcome uh, in this uh, in this village in that part of Zimbabwe, Africa. And they all had the same question for each other. It was kind of asked a little bit differently, but it was essentially, you too, you too, what they mean? They said, yes. what? They had all come to faith in Christ uh, through the efforts of this man, Ding, and other evangelists that he had brought into that village and in a very... Uh, a winsome, patient way, began to share the gospel uh, with many of these who were Muslims, and uh, they now have all come to Christ. Uh, David, that is the church that Onismo is talking about. 200 members, all new members of our spiritual family, former Muslims, some of these extremists. Their pastor is this man, Ding, who uh, just had this tremendous burden to bring uh, the Word of God into that remote Islamic village. Now listen, David, I can tell you these Christians, they're under tremendous pressure. Most of their families want nothing to do with them. That's the story of Rangano. His family looks at him as bringing shame upon them. But he is squarely focused on Jesus today. They speak the Shona language, the Shona language there in Zimbabwe, and that's the prayer today. And David, we get to step in their story from the greater L.A. area, and our prayer is that we'll send them exactly what they're praying for today, and that is 200 Bibles. 800, yes, word, 1-800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, KKLA.com, the Bible League banner. It's Michael Woolworth telling us the story of Rangano, 80 years young, (laughs) comes to Christ, 200 others converting from radical Muslims and coming to know Christ in Zimbabwe and part and parcel of the thousand that we're looking to get right now, the thousand Christians of Bible are those 200 right there that Onismo was just talking about here in Africa. So, uh, Ralph, thank you at the Civic Center for caring for for 20. And same with you, Gilberto, in Riverside, saying count me in for 20 Christians. Holly in Lake Forest down South County saying thank you. I'd like to go ahead and care for 40 families, if I may, 40 uh, souls receiving a Bible. Absolutely. Thank you for that gift. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. Also, um, I want to thank Deborah and Villa Park for five Bibles, oh, and you. Edward in Pasadena for four, and Theodore in Pasadena saying, hey, I'll, I'll care for 100. I'll give, I'll give 100 Bibles to Jesus followers. I've done a little math, Michael, right now. We're sitting at about 700 of those 1,000 that we're looking to receive a Bible, already about 300 that uh, we have received. And this is our last and final few hours. And so that would be a $3,500 gift if I may invite someone to gift for 700 of the next uh, Ruganos. (laughs) Mm, Um, Now, I know that's not for all of us, but you heard we're just thanking so many different people. Five Bibles, 10 Bibles, 40 Bibles, $200. But we have 700 before now and about uh, $325. to see gifted a Bible. That's that's a $3,500 gift. $5 a Bible, 700 Bibles. There's thousands listening to KKLA. Our final uh, afternoon, and time is of the essence, so make your best gift if you may, we invite you to do that. 800-YES-WORD, 
1-800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. Michael, I mean, all over the world, Africa, and we've even we've got Carlos to talk about here. We've got in the Middle East, an imam, a former imam that came to know Jesus. Let's talk about Carlos. Let's go ahead and, and, and talk about Carlos a second. Now, when you say Carlo, that's the audio cut we came into the uh, program right. mm-hmm. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me go ahead and I'm going to play. I, let me play Carlo once again here because okay. it's, it's just so very, very important that we hear once again what it is we're doing. Everyone wants to read the Bible, but what happens? There are a few copies here in the area. Many of them will uh, be sharing the, a single Bible. Yes, all of them will be sharing a single Bible, and I want to parlay Carlo into Mahmood. Go ahead and talk about Mahmood. Yeah, let me uh, let me do that. Uh, you've got this audio cut from uh, Mahmood here in just a second. Um, David, as you cue that up, let me say thanks to Maurice of Hacienda Heights. We've heard from Lori of Monrovia. And then in my earpiece, Lori. I've just gotten word, David, that we have friends of Bible League that want to keep this Bible for Bible match going. Between now and 5 o'clock, when you and I wrap up this afternoon, they've agreed to double every single gift, regardless of size. Why? Because oh, nice. they believe so strongly and what we're doing today, they know there's a crisis we're addressing. We're not simply filling airtime with uh, some interesting stories. We're addressing, uh, you know, a crisis. If this were a natural disaster, let's say, down in the Gulf of Mexico, you know, you'd be asked to text, uh, you know, this number and, and make that uh, gift. Uh, we're doing the same thing. Uh, there's a severe shortage of Bibles. It's another pandemic, right? We know about the COVID pandemic, but the other uh, global a crisis is simply the fact that Christians have been denied God's Word. We're not giving them the final say, those governments, those majority religions that do everything to stop the advance of the gospel. We're doing something about it today through this campaign. You've got this audio cut from Mac Mood. If you want to share this, I want to come back and uh, just share his amazing story from the Middle East. I was born and brought up in a Muslim family. I started reading the Bible not to know the Word of God, but to find out the faults. So when I began to read the Bible... Slowly, the Word of God inspired me, and uh, it has shown there, there is no mistakes in the Bible. So I realized that I'm a sinner. I accepted Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, also when I study, completed my studies in the college, I want to have a training there because most of my community people are perishing by just blind belief because they don't know the Word of God. Oh. <laughs> David, I know the quality of that soundbite isn't what it could be. The, the, the man that uh, collected that for me said, Michael, he said, this Mac Mood, he took the mic from me. You could tell he had something to say. There was <laughs> yes. an intolerable burden right. in this man's soul. And like he's saying, what, his people, they, they're in the Middle East, they're perishing. Why? They have no idea that Jesus mm. is the way, the truth, and the life. Let me tell you a quick story of who this is. He's a former imam, so he was instrumental in opening 15 mosques in that part of the world. I won't mention the country that he's in. Um, David, he accepted the invitation of a Christian to attend uh, this Bible study from Bible League uh, International. He went. He expected to mock Christianity, find the errors in the Bible. But what did he find out as he opened the pages of Scripture? He found out that he was a sinner, and there was no other name under heaven by which to be saved except that of Jesus. And so, uh, David, he came to saving faith. When he did that, his wife left with the children. She wanted nothing to do with him. I mean, his conversion to Christ has come uh, with a great cost. Um, David, he lived with the grief in his mind of leading so many into spiritual darkness as he opened all those mosques. He endeavored to plant 15 churches there in the Middle East. And David, I'm here today to tell you that God has honored that. 15 churches have been planted. Some of these are 60 strong. There's 70 over here, 120 over here, 200 here. But David, there's literally hundreds of Bibles right now, 500 Bibles in the Arabic language needed for this man, Mahmoud, shunned by his family, 
thrown to the curb. They look at him as nothing more than pond scum. But David, he is a man of God, and he is very humbly asking us here today in the greater L.A. area, can you send the Word of God in the Arabic language? You know, uh, I just want to, as we go to a break here, he's a former imam, Mahmoud, former imam, okay? And here he is. He comes to a church. He's invited by a pastor. He goes into the church, and he's about. he wants to mock and ridicule mm. and, and, and bring down Christianity. Instead, the Holy Spirit transforms and renews his life. And he receives a Bible, studying God's Word, and now his family leaves him, and he's planted 15-plus churches. So here's the thing. This is, yes, about the Word of God. It's about the Bible and giving the Bible. But think about this. He's a former imam, right? He was training other young people in the Islamic faith. Now, we're not saying every Islamist is radical. We're not saying that at all. But we know radicalization does happen. So just think what happened with the, with Mahmoud converting to Jesus and what that's done, not only in his life, but those 15 churches being uh, formed and other uh, Islamists, Muslims coming to know Jesus and radicals maybe not happening. So you see how that investment all of a sudden it's like, my goodness, that's more than just a Bible. It's, it's forever legacy changing. So as we go to break, um, look, we're about 700 Bibles. I'm going to do the math about $3,500 gift away from having another 1,000 Christians receiving a Bible. What's your best gift at 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD? 40, uh, 40 Bibles is a $200 gift, and that's been a really popular place to, to, to sit. Hmm. And so inviting, I'm inviting 40 of you to gift for the $40, that, uh, for the $200. That would be above and beyond the 700 needed. But $3,500 would put us at another 1,000 of the next mock moods. What's your best gift here to see that happen here in the next two minutes as we go to break? It's 1-800-YES-WORD. It's so awesome that we have the privilege of partnering with, with Bible League to do this holy, holy work. In the midst of all the news and headlines and everything flying around, we can actually take the Word of God to people we won't meet this side of eternity. Literally, the Bible. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. The Bible League banner at kkla.com. It's urgent. This is our last and final hours. 800-YES-WORD, kkla.com, the Bible League banner. More with Michael and the Bible League. It's David James here on Live from Southern California on KKLA. Southern California, it's 99.5 KKLA. It's David James. Hi, KKLA fam. Thank you for letting us um, journey together and this beautiful day. 79. Boy, it's really going to crank up over the weekend. High wind advisory tonight. Go Dodgers. Uh, you know, all those things. Although the Giants fans listening, Dave, how dare you say that? <laughs> but you know what we're doing here? We're, we're, um, we're thanking souls like Janet and Shafline and Patricia and Raul, all joining in in our last and final few moments to partner with the Bible League and say, let's let's get these 8,000 Christians a Bible, because I couldn't imagine going through life without a, without a Bible. And we, we have a lofty goal of actually having 1,000 Christians receive a Bible between the top of the hour here at 3, and, and now we've got another little five, six, seven-minute segment here. And you realize, because of uh, those that I've just mentioned and more, we're 550 away 
550 people away from having another 1,000 Christians a Bible. That is a $2,750 gift if I may invite someone to do that. I want to thank Janet. She said, look, count me in for 100 Bibles. You realize if there's six of you to be like Janet, we get above and beyond the 1,000 Christians receiving a Bible here that we're hoping to do here in the next couple of minutes. So before I play this incredible gentleman oh, by the name of Rafael in Venezuela, in Latin America, one of the places that we're gifting Bibles, for those who don't have a Bible, it's a privilege to pass out the Word of God because there's no Bibles for new Christians to learn about Jesus. And we're solving that problem. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. Ah, here's Raphael. In Latin America, there, there are violence. Only rich people have safety, have security. Poor neighborhoods are full of corruption, are full of misery, are full of poverty. And uh, criminals are almost in, at home when they are in the streets. And pastors and Christian workers uh, face with that problems. Uh, attackers, uh, robbers, thieves, gangs. Uh, so that's the, that's the problem. Now, Michael, we're talking about Venezuela, so he's, you gotta, we have to take it from the standpoint, paint that picture. Mm. We all have heard what Chavez, everything going on in Venezuela, the awful. I mean, even the currency is blowing in the wind, and no one cares about that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What's Raphael saying? He's saying that Christians are right in the middle of all that violence. They're not causing it, but they are the brunt of so much of the retaliation by these drug cartels. Why is that? Well, because Christians stand for what? Truth and justice. So they want to see uh, the, the wrongs being right there uh, in the country of Venezuela. Yeah, people have suffered so badly, David, under the uh, regimes of uh, Hugo Chavez and uh, Nicolas Maduro. I think even his presidency has been uh, under question for the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, a friend of mine was down there. Um, he had some business uh, in the country of Venezuela. He's walking down the street with uh, some uh, some of his uh, business colleagues. David, there's paper. It's money. It's I mean, he said, what's going on here? It's it's currency. They said, oh, it's it's useless. This is a useless currency. I mean, it's that bad in Venezuela. What do you normally hear out of this part of the world? It's kind of like what Raphael said, right? I mean, it's gun violence. It's uh, drugs. It's killings. It's hopelessness, isn't it? But there's a group of Christians down there right now, David, that could really use our prayers, benefit from our prayers and our generosity today. Let me tell you about this group. They're just outside of the capital city of Caracas, Venezuela. And uh, down in these parts, uh, the drug cartel, David, they will kidnap young women, even young teens, and force them into prostitution. It's big business since Caracas uh, tends to be a tourist, uh, touristy hotspot. Um, and this church has been rescuing women from the grips of prostitution. Again, they've been forced into it against their will. They live in utter hopelessness. David, this group is very serious about this. In fact, one of the members has been killed in the process of a rescue. The drug cartel, they took his corpse, they dragged it behind a truck, they dragged it down Main Street, basically to make an example to other churches to stay out of the way of the drug cartel. But nevertheless, this group of Christians... David is staying on task. They have rescued to date more than 100 women who were in the grips of the hopelessness of prostitution. to get kidnapped, sold into prostitution uh, against their will, 
And these women have all come to saving faith. David, they're Spanish speakers. Many have come through uh, a, a Bible League's uh, uh, Project Philip Bible study. That's the Gospel of John, uh, uh, paired together uh, with uh, Christianity 101. It's like, who is Jesus? How can he be both God and man? Uh, what's That's it like mean apologetics. to die? There you go. You know, yeah. for, for beginners, because these people, they don't have any background in Christianity. You know, if they do, it's a caricature. It's, it's misinformation. But boy, gee, David, when they find out that Jesus is yes. the great lover of their soul, oh, they want to follow him. They're hanging on. And David, they need exactly what, uh, what all of us have needed as we've come to Christ, and that is a Bible. And yet something that's so elementary to our Christian faith is impossible to put your hands on in many parts of Venezuela. So David, we're coming to your listeners today to say, look, God is moving in some of the most difficult circumstances around the world. I mean, how can we argue with what I just mentioned? You talk about utter hopelessness, right? and then hope enters the picture through this group of Christians. Let's pray for them. Remember them in your prayers tonight. Um, a great group of, uh, of believers there. Again, they're doing the impossible, but my goodness, it's possible because a hundred women are now members of our spiritual family. They're praying yeah. for Bibles, and David, today we can step into their story. Well, I was going to say, because they heard the Word of God, because Raphael and, and the church there in Venezuela, uh, the Bible being studied, and I tell you, we all know this. We bring back God into the public square. We bring God back into saying, God, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about you. Hmm. And reading Scripture, all of a sudden you have through very creative ways as well, being and, and, and really dangerous ways, 100 ladies being set free from modern-day slavery, from mm. human trafficking. Mm. And now they're growing in their faith in Venezuela. And it all starts with our Bible. You see, uh, I love this, KKLA family, because, again, this says to me, Dave, this is why you're joining in mm. in this celebration. My family and I joining with you with 40 families being cared for, $5 a Bible, it's a $200 gift, and inviting many of you, hundreds of you, thousands listening to KKLA right now, what's your best gift? Same, Joyce and San Pedro saying, count me in for three Bibles. Joyce, thank you. Thank we you. rejoice in those three that are being gifted a Bible. Janet in Westlake Village, Sharon in the Civic Center, Patricia in Azusa. Look at that, Wilbert. He's even got the uh, studio <laughs> audience cheering these, All right. our, our precious souls on. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD. 1-800-YESWORD, 800-YES-WORD. You can also click the Bible League banner at kkla.com. And I'm doing the math, Michael, and we're going to go to break here in a little bit, but this means we are dun, 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 about 410 um, souls away from having another 1,000. I just want to get this done right now. We're about ready to go ahead and, and play and, and talk about Meng, and Asia is where we're talking about. So we're dealing with giving Bibles and partnering with the church all over the world. And if you have a soft spot for Latin America, and which, which we do here in, in Southland, and then Africa, of course. Latin America, yes, Middle East, Asia, we're going to talk about next. So a little math here. We are about 410 away. Can we just get... Right now, a $2,050 gift for those 410 I'm unable to do that, but there's thousands listening to KKLA, and I am wondering if there's one soul that says, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for a number like 410 That's my favorite number, you know? Not the 405, Michael, okay? <laughs> 405 is not a favorite number of anybody here in Southern California. <laughs> 410 is where we are right now, $2,050 gift. And I know that's not for everyone, but a 40 
Bibles is a $200 gift. So you do the math here. We're 410 away. Let's just get this done right now at 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. Okay, we're going to hear from Meng over there. In where We're talking about Pastor Hyo in China. You want to set Meng up? Yeah, you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay, I'm not watching the clock, David. I'm just love, loving our time uh, together and sharing these stories. And, uh, David, I don't want to embarrass you, but, uh, you know, you and your, as you said, you and your wife uh, made a, a very meaningful gift. Uh, you didn't have to do that, but I know you're not asking your listeners to do anything that you haven't already done. And we've got uh, others I want to thank here uh, in just a few moments. Listen, uh, we've set a goal of 8,000 Bibles. More personally, what that means is we want to solve this for 8,000 Bibleist believers around the world. Uh, David, all over the world, there's millions of Christians who are uh, new to the faith. They have begun their spiritual walk with Christ, and yet they lack what is so spiritually uh, important. And what is that? It's a Bible in their own language. And so God has allowed Bible League for 83 years to do that heavy lifting, the relationships on the ground, the translation work where it's needed. And so we're simply praying that your listeners will come alongside, catch a glimpse of what God is doing today, and see how they can fit into the stories of these believers. Now listen, uh, this man, Ming, if you want to play this audio cut, uh, I'll uh, come back and tell you this amazing story from Communist China. If they don't have Bible, how they can find the truth? Because the Bible like a map to bring them to find the truth. And many people, they are really uh, hungry for the Word of God, and then they need the Bible. Yeah, such a touching message, isn't it? Uh, Ming there in, uh, in, in Asia David, if your listeners uh, follow the news, they know in communist China there's no room for Christianity. In fact, the government there believes it's the greatest threat to the well-being of China, and yet we know Christ is the answer. He's the only hope for that communist government. Uh, Many of those people, of course, have no belief. They believe there is no God. God is not relevant in their lives. And yet a man by the name of Hayo was part of the police department outside of Beijing. His role was what? To intimidate Christians, he would uh, beat pastors, and they shut down churches. In fact, he was part of a group that would bulldoze a church with no advance notice. They suffered no repercussions for that, just a deep hatred for Christianity. And one of the men that he encountered is Katsu, a man about 55, serves as an evangelical pastor. David, I would bet he had been beaten 25 times over the course of his ministry. And Hayo, after beating this man, letting him go uh, recently, not too long ago, would actually show up at his doorstep about a week later. He had one question, and it was, why were you at such peace when we were beating you? It made no sense that this man, Katsu, was exhibiting the peace that passes all understanding. I can tell you that man, Katsu, would open his door, open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ. David, if the story sounds familiar, it should. I've shared this uh, in the last couple of years. That man has since gone on to become a pastor. He's got some theological training under his belt, and together... Katsu and this man, Hayo, who beat him terribly over the years, have witnessed, what, hundreds coming to Christ. But David, in their house church movement, uh, where there's 100 here, 200 here, 300 there, they share like one or two Mandarin Bibles. And David, I've got one in my uh, studio right here where we're sitting, uh, black cover. You open it up, you find the beautiful Mandarin language. But uh, David, this Bible means nothing to you uh, or me because we're not Mandarin speakers, but to the Christians I'm talking about right now, David, they would give anything. They would give absolutely anything to have what sits before us today, this Mandarin Chinese Bible. And David, your listeners, they can send it today. Hey, Monica and Maria and Joyce, thank you for your kindness in providing the Word of God uh, there in Santa Ana and Miraloma and San Pedro. Thank you. Phone number is 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. 
WORD. Lisa online. Tony, Lisa's in Cyprus. Tony in North Hollywood. Diane in Valencia. Alex in Burbank, St. Countison. We're about 400 Bibles away. That's a, a $2,000 gift if I may invite someone to do that. Right now, going into the break, what's your best gift? Maybe it is for 40 Bibles, a $200 gift, but we have about 400 Bibles. Let's get those right now. 400 Jesus followers are just converting, like in China right there, hearing from Ming and Pastor mm-hmm. Hitsu. Phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YESWORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. So awesome. We have the privilege of giving God's word uh, to souls all around the world, brand new brothers and sisters. This is Southern California Live. It's Michael Woolworth, David James here on 99.5 KKLA. Southern California Live. This song right here, okay, is is by a guy by the name of Crowder. And he's got the longest beard ever. He's almost like if you followed ZZ Top back in the day. I mean, he's got a huge, he's like the Christian ZZ Top kind of guy. But that song right here, Good God Almighty, talks about the whole thing. Talks about how God, look, things can run on all cylinders in my life. And, of course, it's easy to praise you. But I, will I... Will I and am I going to praise you when anything happens in my life? Good God Almighty, am I going to praise you even when things happen that are out of my control or decisions that I didn't make but someone else made and I'm caught in the crosshairs, right? And we go to God's Word and we study the Bible and we find the Bible talks to us. The Holy Spirit talks to us through those words, speaks to us and says, child, you know, and whether it's peace, whether it's kindness, whether it's gentleness, whether it's a realizing that we're loved and that the creator of the universe gave everything because he loved us so much and conquered the grave. And we have a, a hope and a future after if we're fortunate, 110 years on this earth and we have an eternity and we read about all of that in the Bible. And so when you make these investments here in our last this is our final 15 minutes here Uh, of the three o'clock hour and i'm just inviting all of us to say look when we and understand that when we gift 40 bibles for 200 dollars, or what your best gift is that it allows someone who's known nothing but anger you think about radical islamists or hindus who thought they knew peace or atheists who were trying to fill a god-shaped hole with what they get a a word of god they, they get the bible They're plugged into a church, and you have what we just talked about a moment ago, 200 Jesus followers in Venezuela and 100 women coming and being rescued from forced modern-day slavery and coming to know Jesus and studying God's Word to grow in their faith. So I'm challenging all of us, just what's your best gift now? We're, We're literally, I mean, Stan and Linda and Ventura, thank you for caring for 50 to receive a Bible. Mm And what Thank this you. means is we're about 300 away from 1,000 other Christians. receiving about That's a $1,500 gift. And that's very doable for many in the KKLA family. So, Michael, I'm inviting someone to gift for 300 Christians around the globe to receive a Bible. $5 a Bible, 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. As a matter of fact, you're going to talk about in the Middle East— Ahmed, where 300 Bibles are needed right now. This is what our $1,500 gift, someone gifting for 300 Bibles right now is going to do. Talk about, bring it, take us to the Middle East.
Yeah, David, great to be with you today. And again, I, I say this uh, again, thanks for being such a great friend of Bible League and uh, inviting, in fact, urging your listeners to uh, come around and, and, and embrace uh, what we're doing here today. We've set a goal to put God's Word into the hands and hearts of 8,000 Bibleist believers around the world. We're focusing right now Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America. And uh, we're about 40% to that goal at, at this point. We're just north of 3,000. Um, a little more than 3,000 Christians who were Bibleists uh, before we started yesterday morning will now have God's Word. I mean, what a joy is the eyes and ears of Bible League to circle back with them in the weeks and the months to come and let them know their Bibles are coming. So we're grateful for every gift, David, but we need to move as uh, just as close as we can to uh, this 8,000 uh, mark uh, before you and I wrap up uh, in another hour or so. You know, I was in that part of the world uh, in the Middle East. You've got this uh, audio cut from uh, Pastor uh, Omar. Let me say, uh, when I uh, met some amazing people there, I mean, uh, David, I mean, this is where life began, right? The Garden of Eden in that part of the world. I mean, this is where Jesus was baptized. We were 30 feet from uh, Israel. We could look over and see the hills of uh, Jerusalem, where Jesus was crucified, where his resurrection came. It was absolutely an amazing place in terms of just history that we read about uh, in the Bible. And as I, we went from city to city, country to country, uh, David, you could tell that, uh, again, most people are Muslims here. They say if you look around and see 10 people on average, nine follow Islam. Some of these are very, very extreme in their views. They push Sharia law, which is a lot of these uh, draconian uh, extreme um, uh, rules and policies. But you'd see people drop and face Mecca as the call to prayer, as the Islamic prayer was uh, towering from these uh, spires of the uh, the local mosques there. You could tell people, again, were very devout in their faith. And um, I almost didn't get out of the country. I had literally, I don't know, 40 hours of, of audio on a little Tascam digital recorder. You know what those are? You've seen one of those, right? Yeah. The top of it has kind of an ambient uh, mic right. that picks up room uh, noise. And at the airport there, they thought that I was a, 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 a terrorist with a taser, like I was going to t- try to take out the pilot. I'm thinking, oh boy, I've got, my goodness, hours and hours of audio from these pastors, evangelists, and heroes. I, I hope they don't confiscate that. But David, one of the people that I met was young uh, Ahmed. And uh, let me tell you about him. Uh, I've shared a story before about why, but, but, uh, why, way of an update. Let me tell you this. Um, who was Ahmed? We met him uh, right near the Syrian border. He was a refugee. He and his family forced out of Syria uh, under the Assad regime. His father, we found out, died fighting for ISIS. You can see where the allegiance was there. The father, a mother was a full, uh, where the full burqa. So David, she was an extremist. They had a large family, eight kids. And I can tell you this woman could not read, could not write, was denied an education because of her social standing in that community. Uh, she learned to read and write through our Arabic uh, Bible-based literacy program. David, as they learned to form letters and words, they are turned on to Jesus, the great lover of their soul, because the Bible is the backdrop for the reading assignment. So she came to Saving Faith. She led seven of her kids to faith, but not number eight. Who was that? Ahmed, 14 years of age. He had sold out to violent Islam. He had come under the influence of an imam who was a radical. This man had talked this young man, Ahmed, into blowing himself up. David, he was going to be, he was a jihadist. I mean, he was going to kill others, kill himself in the process. But as he sought Allah, who did he find? The Lord Jesus. And when he came to saving faith, David, the radicals he hung around with beat him nearly to death. They said, we're going to find you and finish the job. And when I caught up with him a couple villages over, I said to Ahmed through a translator, what's your Bible mean to you? And David, he had perspective at 14 years of age. He said, I can see why I'm hated. He said, Jesus says here they'll hate you because they hated me first. He said, I can turn over here, though, with great comfort. 
He said, Jesus says, I'm with you always in the Great Commission. And, and with tears in his eyes, David, he said, Michael, we need Bibles here. Uh, we've seen several dozen at that point, almost 100 that had come to Christ. These were young men, 10 to 18 years of age, just kids sought out by these radicals to uh, engage in the work of uh, jihad. And, um, and they had already saved about 100 of these young men. David, I found out that 300 have come to Christ and I'm going to admit, I look at my inbox weekly, and I wonder, has Ahmed been killed for believing Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? But David, he carries on again. He would not want us at once to pray for an end to the suffering. He knows this, uh, that God is working through all that persecution. But the Bible today, the, the, the great need there is for the Bible. There's 300 Bibles needed today in the Middle East. Absolutely no way that these young men, new to the faith, will get them unless, uh, David, your listeners step up and step into their story today. You know, I just, um, hearing about Ahmed, 14 years old, 14-year-old jihadist. He hated so strongly. The hate ruled so much in his heart. And he was beaten after he came to know Jesus. 14. Mm. I, I, I was just freshman in high school. Yeah. And he did not relinquish his faith so much so. Bible's being gifted. He, he's, he's not only studied the Bible so much, he's trained to share the gospel as an evangelist. Hundreds have come to know Christ. Uh, KKLA family, that's a return on investment that is far-reaching. And the phone number is 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. Tony in North Hollywood, thank you. Norma Mm -hmm. in Azusa, thank you. Thank you. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. Monica, Santa Ana, and Maria in Miraloma. We're about 300 away, and we're here at the top of the hour. This is our last and final few hours together, last an hour here on Live from Los Angeles, from Southern California. And so can we get these 300 right now? That's a $1,500 gift, 40 Bibles, $200, $5 a Bible, right? How many of these Bibles? Because Michael just mentioned it, 300 Bibles are needed there in the Middle East with Ahmed, this 14-year-old jihadist who was beaten when he came to know Jesus. And now an evangelist in the Middle East. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. More with Michael and the Bible League. It's David James with you here on 99.5 KKLA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.